Chaf Dalit Amid Bezav and lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. Shor Hamazik Bereshus Haniza Ketzad. So we know that if a ox damages, my ox damages in somebody's private property, in Bob's private property, in the Rishus of the one who was damaged, Ketzad. So how exactly? Give me the parameters and the conditions. Well, Nagach, Nagaf, Nashach, Rabat, Zubat. If it gored, body checked, bit, crouched down on, or kicked all in a destructive way, and it did it though, in the Rishos HaRabim, I underline the Rishos HaRabim, Mishalm Chatzinezek, the owner of the ox, would have to pay half damages, that's assuming that it is a short top. Kama, Rishos HaNizak, if it damages in a person's private property, the property of the one who was damaged, we underline that. Machlokas Reb Tarfin and the Chachamim. Reb Tarfin, who we boxed, and uh, a line later is the Chachamim. We boxed him as well. Reb Tarfin says the payment that has to be made is Nezek Shalem, and the Chachamim say Chatsi Nezek. And now we're going to have, uh, well, till the Mishnah finishes in about 13, 14 lines from now, a back and forth between Reb Tarfin and the Chachamim. Amalehem Reb Tarfin. I squiggle underlined Reb Tarfin, and I put a Roman numeral. One in the margin. I also put three lines later. First word line is Makam, a Roman numeral. Two in the margin. These are the uh, two stages of the logic of Tarfin is going to try to use uh, to present to the Chachamim. On Chafei uh, Aleph, on the second line, I put a Roman numeral one. On the third line, I put a Roman numeral two. So there's going to be uh, a, a few steps here. Here's the first. Says Reb Tarfin, who said it should be Nezek Shalem, if it's in the Rishos Hanizak. He says like this, Well, if you're in a place that we basically are very makele and don't require the owner of the ox to pay for things his ox ate or things his ox walked on as it was just walking along, which is otherwise known as the Rishos Harabim, Shehu Pater, the owner is Pater, Kama, Hechmer Aleim, yet we are very stringent upon them. If that same ox is in somebody else's Rishos, the Rishos Hanizak, L'Shalom Nezek Shalom, that they have to pay full damages, Kama, well then, in a place where we were makel on Shein and Regal, but yet we're machmer on Karen. Where's that? That's the Rishus Harabim, that the owner of the ox will have to pay Lashalm Nezek, Chatzin Nezek, have to pay half damages. Is it not all the more so logical to say, Shanachmer, I love that we should certainly be machmer when it comes to. Karen in the Rishus Hanizak, Rishus Hanizak L'Shalem, that he would have to pay Nezek Shalem. That's Reb Tarfin's logic. Amrulai, I squiggle under the Amrulai, they say back to Reb Tarfin, and this is going to be really a good chunk of Davchavhei, is this concept of Dayo. They say back to him, Dayo, Lavoy Minadin, Liyais Ke Nidoin. Dayo is, it's, it's enough, or it's sufficient Le bamin hadin from something that is derived or learned from logic, lios ke not doing to be like that which it was derived from. Well, colon marushus harabim chatzinezik just like in the marushus harabim the damage of um, shore is going to be half payment. So too, if it does damage in the Sanizak, true, you had a kavachamer one way, but dayo would imply that it would be chatzin. Nezek. Okay. Kama. Amar lahem. I squeal on the Amar hem. Reb Tarfin's going to take another shot at it. Says Rabbi Tarfin, no, you fellas don't understand. Af ani loy adain keren mi keren. I'm not learning keren in the Rishos Hanizak. 
from Karen and the Rishos Rabim, Ani Adoin, I'm going to give you or present you with some logic of Karen from Regel, colon, and it goes like this. We already have the Roman number one and two in the margin. So in the place where basically the owner whose animal did Shane ate something or walked over something, in the Rishos Rabim, and we know that they're, they're putter, yet Hichmer Bekeren, I dot underline Hichmer Bekeren, yet if his animal gored something in the Rishos Rabim, where Machmir, then Kama Amakam Shehichmer Al Shane Val Regel, namely in the Rishos Anizak, where the owner of the ox, who the ox ate something or walked over something in somebody's like private backyard, somebody's private Rishos, not all the more so we should be machmer when it comes to Karen, that the owner of the animal should have to pay Nezik Shalim. That's the logic Reb Tarfin is going to use. Well, Amruloi, I squiggle under the Amruloi, they say back to Reb Tarfin. Again, it's enough that that which you're deriving, based on logic, should be like that which you learn it from. Colon, ma rishus harabim, chatzi Nezik, Nizak, chatzi Nezik. Okay, the Gemara asks, this concept of Dayo, which clearly the Chachamim hold of, the assumption, I guess, is that Reb Tarfin doesn't hold of it. So the question the Gemara asks is, it's about a six-line question, it takes to develop, and it starts here for Reb Tarfin. Lay, slay, Dayo? Well, one second, assume that Reb Tarfin doesn't hold of that concept of Dayo Vaha, Dayo de Raisa. Who? It's not like some sort of floating out there rabbinical concept. It's, it's a Daraisa de Sanya, as we see from the following Brisa. This Brisa goes for about almost four lines. It's from Pasuk and Bamidbar, uh, Yud Bey's Pasuk, um, Yud Dalid. It's where, um, Miriam and Aaron said something, which is possibly some sort of Lush and Hur about Moshe. And uh, Miriam gets saras, and the Jewish people wait for her. So that, that's the context of what we're talking about here. And the Brisa says, Midin Kalvachimer Ketzad. Well, how do we uh, see that um, a Kalvachimer would work? Uh, here we go. The Lord said to Moses um, regarding Miriam and her punishment, Hashem says to Moshe, If her father were to surely uh, spit in her face, wouldn't she be like embarrassed for seven days? Well, all the more so with the, uh, the divine presence is involved, it should be 14 days. However, Ella. Dayo, here it is. It's enough that that which you derive from logic of how many days should be like that which it is learned from, which would be seven days. Okay, so it seems like that's a Daraisa principle, and how could Riptarfin not hold of Dayo? So the Gemara qualifies that actually Riptarfin does hold of it in certain cases and doesn't in other. Kilesley. Dayo, where is it that Rabbi Tarfin doesn't hold of Dayo? That's where Hecha de Mafrich Kalvachimer, where the Kalvachimer that could be there would be nullified. If you hold of Dayo, the Kalvachimer is nullified. That's where he doesn't hold of it. However, Hecha de Mafrich Kalvachimer, if by going with Dayo, you're not going to uproot, or you're not going to show us a problem of the Kalvachimer, then Islay, Dayo, he would hold of Dayo. Colon, and here's how he analyzes it. Hasam, when it comes to that story by uh, Miriam in the desert, Shiva Deshrina like Siva. It, it doesn't say anywhere that there's seven days for the uh, 
Shrina, uh, that would be somebody who should get Saraz for those seven days, comes along also the Kavachimer, Icy Arbesar. And the Kavachimer tells us all the more so it should be 14. Well, that's right. Asa Dayo, the Dayo comes along, Afik Shiva, the Uki Shiva, and takes away seven and leaves seven and leaves it as seven. So that type of Dayo, um, Reptarfin is okay with. Aval Hocha over here, when we're talking about Karen um, penalties for uh, the person who has an animal and the animal does Karen, Chatzinezek Siv. It's already written, Chatzinezek. We know that. The Kavachimer comes along, and the Kavachimer brings it should be another half damages. So half damages, half damages, gets you to Nasa Nezek Sholem, full damages. Now, E. Darshis Dio, if in that case you're going to apply the case of Dio and say, no, 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 leave it at uh, uh, half damages, then the Kavachimer would be totally uprooted. Okay, that's what Riptarfan would respond. Kama Rabbanan, underline the Rabbanan here. One line later, underline Riptarfin. One line later, underline Rabbanan. One line later, I underline Riptarfin. We're going to go back and forth over here. So now we ask, well, Verabanan, uh, what would they say to that? They would say, true in Pasuk uh, Yudalid, it doesn't say anything about Hashem for seven days, but in the next Pasuk, Shiva Deshrina Ksivi, it does say it, where it says, quote, Tisager Shivas Yomim. Oh, Riptarfin and Riptarfin. What would his response to be that to be to that that the pasuk says Tisager Shivas Yamim? He would tell you, "Ahu Tisager that Tisager Shivas Yamim is the Darshin on Dayohu that we do Darshan Dayo that we do learn Dayo over there." Okay, Virabanan. Where would they learn the basic principle that you apply Dayo in other places throughout the Torah? Where would they know that from? Well, Ksiv Krachuna. There's another. Pasuk that's uh, written. Um, it's also in Pasuk Tesvav. It says, Vatisager Miriam. And Miriam was uh, put away, meaning like uh, she had to be on the side for those seven days. Verb Tarfin, I know Tarfin, what would his response to that be? He would tell you, uh, no, that, Tisager Miriam, Hahu, Dafilu Baalma, Darshinan Dayo. That comes to tell you that in standard cases, we also apply Dayo. Why? Why would you have thought not to say that? The Lloyd Toymar, and don't say the following. Haha. Well, what's going on over here? We're talking about like none other than the honor of the creator of the universe that was slight lid by Miriam and Aaron. Haha, you might think to say, Mishum Moshe. It was the honor of Moshe. Avalba Alma, if it's just like a regular standard case low, that's what we're being told. But Tisagir Miriam, Riptarfin will tell you, Kamash Malan, that there you uh, apply Dayo as well. Period. Amalir Rapapala Baye. Veha. I put a triangle around this word Veha and put a number one in the margin. On Amud Bays, two, four, six lines down. In the middle of the line is another Veha. I put a triangle around that and a number two in the margin. The Gemara is going to twice bring what would appear to be a Tana who doesn't hold of Dayo. Uh, where we're holding right now, obviously the Chalm hold of Dayo, Chalm that we started with in the Mishnah, and Reb Tarfin we said also in many cases will hold of Dayo, which seems to be since it's Dayo, so that every Tana of course holds of it. So the Gemara now asks, Cesar Papadabaye, really? Vaha, hi Tana, we have a Tana that we're about to present you with right now, Dilo Dayo Shtaro, who doesn't Darshan Dayo, 
And that's even though, if you go in Darshan Daya, you don't have the, uh, the nullification of the Kalvachaymer de Sanya. Now, th- this point takes about 10 lines to develop. First word on the line is lo, lamidvav, and it starts over here. Desanya. Okay, this is um, the issue of uh, Tuma. And if you have a, a person, a gen- in general, a person who has a semen emission, he's called a bal, a man who has an emission of semen, he's called a bal carry, and he has a certain level of uh, Tuma. Uh, let's say you have a person who is currently a Zav, and he has a carry emission. Now, uh, normally a carry emission will be a certain level of Tuma, but a Zav who has a carry emission might be another level of Tuma. So here we go. Keri bizav minayin. So keri bizav, if, if a, 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 a semen sighting or flow of a person who's currently a zav, how do you know that that stuff, that uh, a semen that comes out, will be mitame, will transfer to him, and not only bemaga, someone touches it, but also bemasa, even if someone carries it. Not actually touching the material, but just carrying it. How do you know? Well, vidin who, it's logic. Uma tahor betahor when you have something that is normally tahor let's say it's like a saliva of a tahor person so tahor betahor a uh, saliva that's tahor in a tahor person yet tame betame that same saliva will be tame if the person is tame comma then tame betahor something that's normally tame that is the carry material in a tahor regular person all the more so, ain't no you didn't, and here's the uh, the logic, shiahe tame, that it should be tame betame. Like if a person who's tower has a carry sighting, and, and that's tame, all the more so it should be tame. If he's, let's say, tame as a zav, that's the end of the Tanaic source, connector, vekamaisi law, and apparently we're learning this, that the carry material should be tame, not only for a lower level, ben lemaga, for actually physically touching it, uh, one who physically touched it, but ben lemasa, and I underline the word masa, even one who was carrying it. Now, one second, why should that be? Ve'amai, question mark, comma, nema, shouldn't we say over here, ahani kavachaymer lemaga, the kavachaymer will get me as far as okay, so there, there will be tuma of the carry flow of a zav, if you touch it, but yet on the other hand, it's almost like the push-pull effect, ahani dayo, the dayo will be effective, la'afuke masa, to say, well, it's not going to be so tummy that someone who carries it would become tummy. V'chitema, I squiggle under the v'chitema, and about a line and a half later, I squiggle under the Yitzrach, v'chitema, and if you'll try to say, well, actually, no, that's not the limud, because lemagaloi itzterich kavachimer, to a, a person who touches the carry of azav, that, uh, that doesn't even need the kavachimer, to like gara migavra tahor, that's no worse than a person who himself is tahor. A person who's tahor has carry, a person who touches it is tame. Um, certainly over here, no, no, still, itzterich, we squiggle under the itzterich, you need the, um, this is like a rejection of the v'chitema as being a problem. This is it's just south. I mean, I might have thought to say that when the Pasuk uh, describes a carry uh, type of scenario, it calls it a mikra laila ksiv. There was an event that happened at night. In other words, you had a semen flow, which equals misha karyoi gairim loy. has to be a person who, that which is making him tame, the reason he's tame is because he had the carry flow which you might think to say, Yatsa to the exclusion of Zeh, this guy who's a Zav, 
He's already Tameh. Shein Kiryagarim Loi. It's not the fact that he's a Kerry that's making him Tameh. Ella Davar Acher. I squiggle in a line that Davar Acher, Garam Loi. That's what you might have thought to say. Kamash Malan. We don't say that. Kamash Malan, the Kavachimer of teaching the Kerry of Azav. We don't say that. Okay, that seems to be that we're uh, not applying Dayo, even where the Kavachimer is not Mafrecht. Well, says the Gemara in response to this, Midi. The low davarach erksiv. I mean, true. We just said that, and not something else. But is that actually written? Rashi says right across from here, maybe a line or two up. Midi v'loy davarach erksiv. The pasuk says, "Quote two words: mikralayla." End quote. Ksiv, which equals ben tame ben tahor. If person has a semen emission, well, he might have been tahor before that. He might have been tame before that. So ben tame ben tahor mashma kama hilkach. And therefore, you actually don't need the Kalvachimer to teach Maga. Almost parenthetically, I actually put a brackets in over here, and this little bracketed section will go until the um, the end of the, almost the end of the fifth line on Amud Bays, because there is where we get to the next uh, example that Gemara brings as well. Here's a Tana that seems not to hold of Dayo. So uh, let's do what's in the brackets. Uman Tana de who is the Tanaic opinion? Apparently there has to be one out there. Who is the one that we've heard, Damar, that Shechva Zera of Azav? If you have a person who's currently Azav, meaning he's very tummy because he's Azav, and he has a, um, a semen flow, how do, who's the one? Where do we see? Where's the precedent that that's Metamibamasa, that it would transfer its tumor? Not only somebody touches it, like physically, uh, touches the material, but uh, even somebody who carries it. Well, apparently it ain't Rabbi Eliezer, and it ain't Rabbi Yoshua. Low Rabbi Eliezer, but Rabbi Yoshua de Sanya, like we see in the following three-and-a-half-line brysa, and Neither of them is going to fit into what we're looking for. Says this Brisa, the Shikhvas Zera of Azav, Mitame will transfer Tuma Bimaga Ve'ain Mitame Bimasa. But no, no, if someone just carries it, it will not be make that person Tame. Divre, Rabbi Eliezer, we box Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yushu, we also box Daimer. Af Mitame Bimasa, well, you know what? It will also transfer Tuma Bimasa. Now, why? This is important. Lefisha Yefsher, Beloitzik Suche Ziva. It's impossible that a person who had a semen emission, if he's currently a Zav, doesn't have little bits of Ziva material in what normally is the pure semen material. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Let's just focus on that for a minute. At Khan, like Kama Rabbi Yoshua Hasam, Rabbi Yoshua's not saying over there that it's going to be Matamba Bimasa also. Ella, why? He explains why. She'i Afshablite Sutukhe Ziva, because it's impossible that you would have a semen material from someone who's a Zav without some sort of Zav material in it. Well, let's say you did have pure semen, ha, lavach, without that apparently, lo, the carry of a Zav on its own would not be Matamabamasa. Hmm, so we don't have a Tana yet that clearly says that the carry material of Azav will be metame, not only Bamaga, but even Bamasa. Ella, here it is. Hi, Tana, who did snan? It's the following Tanaic opinion. It's a uh, Mishnah right from the beginning of Maseches Kalim. Um, it goes, the quote of it starts here and goes till the first word on the third line of Amud Beis. Beginning of Kalim, it's lift, listing off the various things that are tame from the most tame to the least tame, and it, it lists off um, the Yavai Satuma as being like a, a sheretz, a creepy crawly, or shechva zera, uh, semen material, uh, or a tummy mace, a person who himself became tummy because he had contact with a mace. And uh, these are things that would transfer their tumor only if someone touched them, uh, not if uh, someone burdened them. Uh, so the 
Misha starts out there and says, Lamalamahen, above them, like uh, above them, one level of being even more Tame is, here's the list, Zoivoy Shel Zav, the Zav material of a Zav, Kama Roko, his spit, Kama Shechva Zaroy, I squiggle on my Shechva Zaroy, it would be his uh, semen, Meme Raglov, his urine, Vidam Hanida, or the blood from a woman who is a uh, menstruant. Those things are Tame Ben Bemaga, they transfer to whether it's through touching Ben Bemasa, even just burning or carrying them. That's the end of the Tanaic source, and uh, that's what we were looking for. So we're looking for that the Sheikh Vazera will be Metam Ben Bemaga The Gemara says, well, wait one second, Vidilma Hacha. Nami. Well, say over here too also, maybe the Sheikh Lazar we're talking about in the first line is Lefishi Yefshir, Beloit Ziva. Maybe the Sheikh Lazar issue is because the person who had the Sheikh Lazar thing was a Zav, and it's basically impossible to say there's not little pieces of Ziva in there. But if there was just Sheikh Lazar, maybe it wouldn't be that Tame. Says the Gemara, none of that can't be, because Im Kain, Lisne Gabe Zoiva, the list should have said, it should have started out with first thing that was on the first line, the Zoiva of a Zav. And then Shikhvas Zara, the Shikhvas Zara of it, and then Rok. But by putting Rok in the middle, the uh, spit of the person, the, uh, essentially what the Tanaic source was telling us was, Why did Shikhvas Zara in the list be taught only after Rok? It must be it's learned from Rok, and, and Rok is certainly doesn't have uh, naturally the uh, Ziva material in it. That's the end of the uh, brackets. Uh, basically, we found the Tana back in Aragomora. Ravina. I've how we put a triangle on this, and this is the second attempt the Gemara has to say uh, hi Tana. The Tana that we're about to see shortly, Loy Darish Dayo. He doesn't learn Dayo. Even though the learning of Dayo in that case would not upshlug any Kavachaimer Desanya. This is a Tanaic source. It goes about two and a half lines, and it's um, discussing things that would be susceptible to Tuma, uh, Tuma's mace. Um, we know for sure that, like uh, clothing, whether it's uh, regular like cotton material or leather uh, wear, or for that matter, uh, wood, those are all things that are mentioned as being susceptible to Tuma. But how about Muppets or Muppets, which is like a, a type of reed mat material, which is not any of the previous things listed. So the price says, uh, Muppets bit mace, I squiggle under the mace, minayin. How do you know it would be susceptible to uh, Tuma's mace, which is like specifically in an oihel? If uh, a reed mat finds itself in the same, uh, under the same ceiling as a uh, a, a, a mace finds uh, the reed mat is in this, under the same ceiling as a mace, it will become tame also. Well, colon vidinu. It's logic that would tell us that. Ma pachim ketanim. If you have small uh, vials or jugs, little ones made out of uh, earthen ware, shetahurim bizav, um, they basically, a little earthen ware vessel, and becomes tame from the uh, airspace, not from the out side of it, and since these little ones have the teeny-weeny little opening, a uh, person can't even, like, stick their finger in there, um, so they're tahor bizav, yet mitame bemace, which means they would be susceptible to becoming tame in an ohel amace, then kama, the mapats, the uh, the reed mat, shemitame bizav, that certainly would become, because it's, like, fitting to sit on, and the Pasuk does say that a zav, anything that he's mishkav Asher Yishkav love anything that he lies down on or sits down on would become tummy. Ainoidin, not all the more so she tummy of a mace that it should be susceptible to too much mace in uh, a ohel. 
That's the Tanaic source for Kamaisi law, and apparently we're uh, using this uh, limud to uh, conclude Bain A, Latuma Serif. Uh, when we talk about it becoming Tameh, yeah, Tameh for the day, and B, Ben Latuma Shiva. Remember, uh, Tumas Mace usually is a seven day, which is a much more intense type of Tuma. Now, one second, Vamai, why should that be? Why wouldn't we say, Ema, Ahani the Kavachimer, the Kavachimer teaches me Latuma Serev that a Muppet's mat is at least susceptible to like a one day Tuma, Vahani Dayo, and then if you're going to apply the principle of Dayo, Dayo should tell you, Lafuke, to take it out of that more intense Tuma, Shiva of seven days. But yet we see it's Tommy for seven days. So here's a Tana, apparently, that uh, doesn't hold of Dayo. Well, Amarle, I guess Ravinus is back to Vachami Difti. Kfar Rama Nihale, Rav Nachman ben Zechariah Le'abaye. Well, this issue was actually uh, raised or asked by um, Rav Nachman ben Zechariah to Abaye. V'amr Le'abaye and Abaye said back to him that we actually have to refine the Tanaic source. We're not talking about Muppets Femeis, rather Tana Mi Muppets Besheretz Maisi Lava Hachikamar. I did a uh, right angle over here. It's basically like a three-line rereading of the previous snake source. And it uh, takes it from being, how do you know a reed mat is uh, susceptible to being Tame Tumas Mace to how do you know a reed mat is susceptible to being Tame Tumas Sheretz, which, by the way, it's only a one day Tuma. So, Muppets Besheretz, I squiggle underline Sheretz, Minayin, Wolvedinhu, Uma, and this is going to be quite similar to what we had up above, just like Pachem Ketanim, small earthenware uh, vessels with teeny little uh, openings, Shetahoyim Bizav, that they are Tahor as far as becoming acceptable to the Tuma Vazav, yet Tameyan be Sheretz. We're not talking about uh, Mason, we're talking about there. Certainly, Tame, if a, a Sheretz, like a teeny little part of a Sheretz gets dangled inside of the airspace of that Klicher, so it'll make it Tame. Then Muppets, the reed mat, Shetame Bezav, that would be Tame Bezav, because Zav could sit on it, and in the context of Bezav, it says anything he could sit or lie down on gets his Tuma. Ainoi din, not all the more, so Shetame be Sheretz. Okay, and that's the Limud. Well, then, okay, fine, but how do we know a reed mat is susceptible to Tumas Mace? Ella Muppets Bemace Minayan? Question mark. Well, here's how we know. We make a, a connection between two phrases one by Sheretz, one by Mace. Neemar, I put a diamond around the term Neemar Beged Vaor. It says the term le, uh, cl- uh, material and leather, the Sheretz in the realm of a Sheretz, that's a Vaikra uh, Yudalev. Pasuk Lamid Beis. Also, Namar, I put a diamond around this word, Namar. It says the same phrase, Begid Vor, when it comes to a mace. Now, this is at a totally different place. This is Bamidbar uh, 3120. What do we see? What's the connection teach us? Colon. Ma, Begid Vor, Ha'amor Besheretz, when it's said in the realm of a, a dead creepy crawly that uh, can um, transfer its tuma. Ma, Begid Vor, Ha'amor Besheretz. Muppets tummy boy, a, a reed mat would become tummy from it. Af begged, or so to the material and the leather. How more be mace that said in the kinds of a mace? Muppets matame boy, a reed mat would be susceptible to becoming tummy. Kama. Now there's different types of limudim. We're learning from the begged vor by sheretz to the begged vor by mace and vice versa. Does that phrase begged and or in the realm of sheretz need to be there for the pshat and the pasuk? I could also ask, does the term Begad Vor need to be there by mace in the Pasuk? Well, if both of those terms are extra, so to speak, or unnecessary, then that's a foolproof Gzeira Shava. No Pirchus can be asked on it. Mufne, Mufne is like to be uh, uh, free or available, basically the expression Begad Vor by both of them is extra. 
What if it wasn't? Well, there would be a question that you could ask as follows. One second, you can't learn something from sheretz to something by mace, because a sheretz has like a very teeny-weeny little bit of it that would transfer its tuma. Toymar, with the same be able to be said by a mace, the shear of a mace that is tame is going to be a much larger olive size. Lie, in truth, the term is actually... Um, not necessary, and therefore you can learn the limud, the gzera shava, colon, michti. Now, here we go. This is going to be oh, about a fifteen-line analysis. Sheretz iskisla shichvas zera. I squiggle underline. Sheretz is connected to shichvas zera, the semen material. And then, if you skip down about ten lines, last word in the line is iskish. I also squiggle underline. Meis iskish le shichvas zera. So let's see for sheretz. Sheretz is connected to shichvas zera dechsiv. We have a pasuk. This is in Vayikra Chafbeis uh, pasuk Dalid. It says. Or a person, a man who has zera material leave from him. And right next to it, I dotted line some in the next pasuk, which would be pasuk hey, it says, So you have the connection between shechla zera to sheretz. And I put a box around the term shechla zera. What do we see? What does it say there? This is back in Vayikra Tesvav Pasuk Yudzayim. The whole beged, the whole or, asher yialav shichvas zera. Okay, so it says the beged v'or term. Now, beged v'or de kasev rachmana b'sheretz lamali. Why do I need it? I would know it already. Oh, shmami not. Must be there lafnuye to have a available term, like a term which is not necessary for the the halachas that are being brought in the pasuk. Ve'akati. Now that we see that that uh, beged v'or term is extra, but that's only extra on the side of the sheretz. The akati, but still mufna mitzad echad, who it's only uh, mufna, so to speak, free, as we've shown on one side. And that's fine according to one approach. That as long as when you have two similar terms, you're going to learn uh, what you know by one issue to the other. Mufna mitzad echad, as long as one of the two terms is uh, not necessary for Pshad in the Pasuk, Lemaidin, you can learn the Limud Ve'ein Meshivan, and there's no logic that you could use to disprove it. Shopper, then everything's okay. However, the, there's the other Mandamar, Lemandamar, Lemaidin, Umeshivan. Yeah, we'll, we'll learn the Limud, but if there's some issue which we can raise to disprove that, it'll be brought, Michael Lemaymar. Well, what is there to say? And the truth is that not only is Sheretz the term Mufna, but the Meis Nami, Afnu Mufna. In the realm of dealing with Tumas Meis, it's also an unnecessary, so to speak, superfluous term, that Beged Vor term. And here we go, Michti. Meis Iskish L'Shech Vazera. I squeal in line, Meis Iskish L'Shech Vazera. Dixiv. Pasuk says, this is um, Pasuk Dalid there in um, Vayikra Chafbeis. I don't underline Tame Mace. So there we're talking about uh, Tumas Mace. Oh, Isha Sher, Tetsemi Menu. And I don't underline Tetsemi Menu. So you see that connection between Tumas Mace and Shikhva Zera. Uksiv Bey. And what do we know by Shikhva Zera? I put a box on Shikhva Zera. Well, the same thing we saw about 10 lines ago. Quote, Vachol Begad Vachol Oror Asher Yilav Shikhva Zera. In which case we already know the beged vor. So then the beged vor de kasev rachman of a mace lamali shmamina leif nuye. Also by the mace term, it is 
unnecessary for the Peshat and the Pasuk, the Have Mufna Mishnah Sadin. And therefore, this Limud, both on the May side and on the Shara side, the term Begid Vaor is unnecessary, and therefore you can make the Limud one to the other, and there's no Pircha that can be asked. Well, Hanicha, I squiggle and line the word Hanicha, and one line later I squiggle and line the word Ella. Hanicha, that you have this concept of uh, the seven days, that's Lemanda Amar, according to the opinion that says, that when you have two issues, issue number one and issue number two, and you're not sure about issue number two, so you learn, you derive it, don't it, mina, that you learn from Sheretz, and then you like leave it in its place, you leave mace in its place and don't go any further, then this is fine. Ella, I squeal under the Ella. Lamantam, according to the other approach, who says that when you have two things, you're learning one from the other, basically learn everything from that one and teach it to the other and have it, re- have it applied to the other. Doin mina, derive from it. Umina, and keep deriving from it. Ma'ikalamemar. Well, to that, Rava answers, and with this we will conclude. Amar Rava, Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, V'chibastem bigdechem b'yoyim hashvi'i. Oh, and you have to, uh, some sort of, kibas literally means like laundry, but it's referring here to like a, a, a mikvah to get the tuma off on the seventh day, which is indicating to us, kol t'meo shat anything that is going to become Tame in a mace-related way, that type of Tuma cannot be less than seven days. Lo yupechusen mi shiv, as Rashi says, last Rashi on the Amud, v'chibaz migdechem, u'gzeros akasafu, it's basically the Pasuk telling you that's just the way it is, d'lo yamrinan, that we don't say, d'yin mina, u'mina. Adkan.